Hey, this is Tom Matthews, and you're listening to the Horror Homeschool Podcast. And remember, fuck you, Jason. Welcome back to another episode of Horror Homeschool. I'm Chris. And I'm Ashley. We are here today to talk about Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday. So, are you excited AKA for this AKA Ashley one? Goes to Hell. Yes, I noticed. <laughs> Wishing it was the final, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I noticed when you posted your notes, you uh, crossed out Jason and put Ashley. Very, yep. very apt. Um, uh, who was it that responded to that? Was it Ryan? Ryan Ryan said, I'm sorry. <laughs> he was messaging me saying, That's feel, what it was, yeah. I feel so sorry for you guys that you've got to watch this film. And I'm like, I know, I feel sorry for us too. I've already apologised to Ashley numerous times. <laughs> and I apologise to our listeners, to be honest, because uh, there's probably some people out there that haven't seen this film too and are doing a watch along with us. So, yeah. yeah, I would publicly, publicly like to apologize <laughs> to make everyone watch this. It, um, but it's part of the franchise. It's got to be done. Um, but I guess we're revealing our hand a little bit too early here. No, too um, early. So this one is written by Jay Hewley, um, who I looked up and his only writing credit is this movie and Magnum P.I. Uh, so I don't know the what show? The show. <laughs> Is that what did you what did you say? You said Magnum PI, right? Yes, yes. Was it the entire show or did they come out with a movie? Uh I I imagine he did a few episodes of it. What was um, his name? Jay Hewley. Hugh H U G U E L Y. Okay, um, yeah. But he's pretty much a no mark by the looks yeah, of it. Yeah. I um, never heard of him. And the, what happened was in production uh <laughs> So his his um his script for the movie was apparently so bad and incomprehensible that um Sean Cunningham the producer had to get in another writer called Dean Lowry um who then sort of did rewrites and sort of helped uh, shape the movie into make a bit more sense apparently it was pretty terrible <laughs> what was done oh my god um, so- this Dean Lowry, um, he only wrote three other movies, and they're all comedy movies, which I haven't seen. Um, <laughs> 90s comedy movie, My Boyfriend's Back. And Never heard of it. Major Pain. Okay. Um, which uh, was weirdly directed by the shape himself, Nick Castle. Um, I did not I, know that. I had no idea Nick Castle was a director, let alone Me a comedy either. one. 
Uh, apparently, he did Dennis the Menace too. <gasps> that movie gives me such anxiety. <laughs> Dennis the Menace and Problem Child. Oh god, Problem oh, Child. I just Which... watch it, and I just want to strangle the parents. I just want to <laughs> strangle them. A whole different genre of fuck these kids. <laughs> <laughs> punt, I'd still punt that little kid right out of there and be like, Which get is the problem? Which is the problem child movie where there's like a lot of vomit in it, like on a fairground ride? Because that movie scarred me as a kid. I think it might be uh, yeah. the second one, but I just remember being really upset by it and like it just. I, I, I can't. I, I can't, can't do throw up. No, I can't either. I can't deal with it. Like, I know we talked about it a lot on the uh, Jason Takes Manhattan episode, but yeah, like, that was a thing. Like, it really did scar me when I watched that, that movie. <laughs> it's just so disgusting. I can't deal with it. Um, the movie that, that scarred me was uh, um, Lord of the Flies. Did you ever see that movie? Mm, no, I've read the book, though. I don't remember if I've read the book. The movie... F- effed me up yeah but anyway sorry it it was it's creepy it's just these kids you know the story it's just the kids like by themselves Mm -hmm. creating whatever and then they like kill that one kid spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) yeah for anyone that doesn't know the story of lord of the flies (laughs) (laughs) and it just it like was one of those movies that you came out of with a stomach ache Mm. Like stand by me. Much like this one. Um (laughs) (laughs) No, this is a different type of stuff. (laughs) But uh the other one that this um Dean Lowry wrote was um a twenty seventeen animated movie called Animal Crackers, uh which Hmm. was also very poorly rated. So yeah. It sounds um, terrible. This uh these writers were probably the wrong pick for the movie. Um they made absolutely no sense, much like the movie itself. Um, so it was directed by Adam Marcus, who did this and three other poorly rated films. Uh, one, other, <laughs> one other horror called Secret Santa in 2018. I have not and, seen that yet. And an action movie called Conspiracy, starring Val Kilmer in 2008. I wouldn't watch that. I do not like Val Kilmer. I cannot stand his face. Oof, you're talking Sorry. to the man who's I know. a big fan I know. of Batman forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was he was great as Batman, but I have not been able to watch him <laughs> in anything else. Um, And he also did a comedy called Let It Snow in 1999. So, again. That sounds familiar. And not a great person to have for the it... job here. <laughs> um, None of them. So this movie was released on Friday the 13th of August 1993 and it was four years since the last um, Friday movie, Jason Takes Manhattan, uh, which essentially bombed and killed the franchise uh, and Paramount sold the character of Jason to New Line Cinema uh, and Sean S. Cunningham, um, who directed and produced the first ever Friday movie in 1980. Um so he made his triumphant return here, producing this absolute dumpster fire of a movie. <laughs> and amazingly, he actually stuck around after this and produced Jason X, Freddy vs. Jason, and the 2009 reboot. Um, oh, there's still three. Yeah. 
And with the birth of this movie, Sean Sean S. Cunningham created Crystal Lake Entertainment and basically claimed the rights of the character of Jason for himself. And I don't know if you've heard about it, but there's actually a huge legal battle that's been going on for years with him and the original Friday the 13th writer, Victor Miller. Interesting. Um, So apparently, uh, literally at the end of last year, Victor Miller won the rights. Um, However, it's still really messy because he only won the rights to it in the US, not internationally. So Weird. it's still there's still no hope for any what? any any new Friday film coming out anytime soon. Why would they have two different? I have uh, no idea. In... There's clearly a lot of red tape. Um, but to be honest, though, I would argue that neither of them actually created the character of Jason, because Ron Kurz was an uncredited writer on part one, mm. and and he wrote part two which is really where the slasher icon character of Jason was born. Because hmm. the character of Jason, sure, he was sort of in part one, right? But the... But not the, really. The proper, you know, proper Jason that is the slasher icon was created in part two. Mm-hmm. So I would say it's Ron Kurz who created Jason. Uh, but apparently Ron Kurz wanted nothing to do with the Friday franchise or the legal battle. Um, he just lived a quiet life out of the spotlight and actually died um, in 2020, age 79. But, I mean, yeah, what, what do you think about that? Like, who do you think should really own the rights to the character of Jason or Friday the 13th, the title? Because th- those are really two separate things, I'd say. I don't know. Because I don't think Jason, the character that is the slasher icon, was created until part two. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I don't know. I mean, I mean, because there's not, there's no inkling in the first one. Well, I guess you do think it's Jason, but I never actually thought it was Jason. I always assumed it was going to be somebody else. I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But I think you're right. I think he really developed in in two. Yeah. But it doesn't look like we're going to get another Friday film anytime soon because it's still not quite sorted out yet. Because it's the whole messy thing of the, the title of Friday and, and Jason being a separate thing. But that's that, okay. That's Just a... watch uh, fan films. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, but back to this goddamn movie that we've got to talk about. Um, so you ready for the worst synopsis in the history of oh, synopsis? No. <laughs> Serial killer Jason Voorhees' supernatural origins are revealed. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally it. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) Yeah. I hate it just as much as the movie. Um, I mean, but really, though, how would you sum this film up in a synopsis? Because I have no... I suppose you wouldn't be able to say anything without spoiling the first half of it, I suppose. You which know, was which was I the idea to sort of shock and awe, but you know did not un- I did not understand a single thing about <laughs> that movie. So, before we get into it, I've actually got some fun bits of trivia to go through. Oh, okay. Because um, okay. <laughs> there was quite a bit. It's funny because 
I watched the film and then I almost forgot about the trivia. I was like, oh shit, I've got to do the trivia. And then I clicked on it and like all of this shit came up and I was scrolling and scrolling. And I was like, fuck, there's so much trivia. I was like, damn it. And so I was going through it and I was like, actually, there's some fun stuff to talk about here. So this could <laughs> make the episode a bit more bearable. <laughs> so first of all, it's the only Friday film that was released in the 90s. Um, only what? The only Friday film oh, to be released in Friday. the 90s. Okay. Yeah. I thought you said the only horror film for some reason. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's wrong, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually the highest grossing horror film of 1993. How? Believe it or not. <laughs> Wasn't Jurassic Park, didn't Jurassic Park come out in 93? Well, technically that's not a horror film, is it? So. Oh, well, I mean, it's scary. <laughs> it, does, it does have horror elements, definitely. It scares um, me every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's super scary. Um, what's next? Let me see. Okay, so I should have known this, but allegedly there was a comic book that bridged the gap between part eight, Jason Takes Manhattan, and this film. And it, oh. followed, it followed Jason after he was dipped in toxic waste in New York City sewer. And he walked back his way to Crystal Lake. Um, and it also explained why the FBI has a task force specifically for Jason. Does it explain, um, what's his name, Duke? No, I, I don't think so. I think our friend Peter is the only person who touched on... Uh, which I love. Sorry. Which <laughs> was, a, yeah, anyways, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I should really check out that comic book. I know, it sounds awesome. I'll, I'll report back. Um, the jungle gym in front of the Voorhees house was also used in The Birds in 1963. Nice. Random that they just uh, have a prop jungle gym that they just use in other movies. <laughs> Birds, we got to do. We got to do yes. an Alfred Hitchcock thing. Yes, we'll do like good horror movies at some point, I promise. <laughs> Um, so Jason's heart was used in From Dust Till Dawn in 1996 as the Monkey Man's heart. So I've never be- seen that movie. Oh my god, <laughs> we have to do that. Isn't that with uh, uh, Salma Hayek? Yes. And she's and like Quentin- super beautiful. Yeah, she does the dance with the snake and Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney. Uh, Tom Savini's in it. Uh, oh man, we Is have he? to do that film. Okay, yeah. So I'm do you down. know, it's one of Filmhouse's favourites, that. Um, do you not know anything about it? I, I know, I know it, but I've never, like, so I, like, I know the twist, but I oh, okay. don't know anything about the actual story. I was going to say, because if you didn't know the twist, that would be an incredible first watch and review. Yeah, the only reason why I know the twist is because of Kevin. Oh, <laughs> damn it, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I got, um... The Sixth Sense spoils for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't see The Sixth Sense until, like, maybe, like, two years ago. But, of course, you know, it's been spoiled because it's been on, like, people talk about it on shows and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so um, at around an hour and 18 minutes into the film, just before he handcuffs himself to Jason, Duke says, son of a bitch, you remember me? And um, it... You would think, like, well, you know, what's that got to do with anything? So it was explained in the DVD and Blu-ray extras that mm. um, apparently 
Jason killed Duke's girlfriend. And it was a backstory that was initially explained uh, with him canoeing with his girlfriend in Camp Crystal Lake. And then Jason popped out of the water and dragged his girlfriend down into the lake. And that's what led um, him to his career in the police force and dedicating his life to hunting down Jason for revenge. But then this was ultimately cut from the film. And Um, then you have that scene that makes no freaking sense. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I prefer the Roseblood version. Oh, Duke. me too. It just kind of works better, in my opinion. He was he was way cooler, in my opinion. Like, yeah. If anyone um, hasn't listened to the Patreon episode we did with Peter Anthony about Roseblood, um, go and check out that fan film on YouTube. Um, it has Duke in it, and it explains, you know, his backstory. Of course, it's non-canon, but... Um, you know, it makes more sense than this film does, to be honest. So. Yeah, and then listen to the Patreon, of course, for a dollar. But like, listen to what he had to say about the movie because he had so many Easter eggs, so many Easter eggs, just like things. Like he, I don't. He did he make up a lot of the stuff, and it just like made sense. Like I was like, that's yeah. better than he. He basically so like. He tied up all the loose ends. Yeah, I was going to say he connected from one. Yeah, Yeah. it's great. It's fantastic. Connected the dots to everything and sort of, yeah, did a great job of that. So, yeah, go to patreon.com slash horror homeschool. Listen to our episode with Peter. Watch Roseblood and uh, you'll get some insight into Duke's backstory there, uh, which is much better than what was originally planned. Mm. (laughs) Or what was executed. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um. One early concept for this movie was Jason goes to L.A. in which two rival gangs would have been fighting. And then Jason would show up and start murdering them. And then the rival gangs would have to band together to defeat Jason. Oh, my God. I would watch that. (laughs) That would have been so much better than what we got. Um, So... (laughs) Candyman himself, Tony Todd, auditioned for the role of Creighton Duke, but lost out uh, to Stephen Williams. Um, I yeah, I can't really see him. Being no, Duke. I think he's Stephen can, he's Williams. Candyman, man. He, he, yeah. he was. I think he was also on an episode of X Files. He was. He was yeah. in a few. He was Mr. X. Was he? I don't remember. I'm sure he was. He was in it I quite a bit. Because you know when um, Mulder used to put the axe on his window when he wanted to see Mr. X? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would always turn up. Um, okay. Good character in that. Uh, need to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're currently going through it all again. Oh, are you? It's, oh, it's we'll one talk of about that shows, in a little bit. It's one of them shows like um, Parks and Rec where like... Oh, yeah. I mean, I've... I've... We will constantly just be re-watching it on repeat the whole time <laughs> yeah i've watched i've watched it numerous times right now we are still and always re- we watch it's always sunny in philadelphia and seinfeld we'll finish it and restart it over again and it's always sunny is just hilarious 100 percent of the time i don't get tired of it i've never watched that all the way through um i've seen like the first season and I don't Which think I've seen anything else. Great. The very first episode is like, what? They're just like the most offensive people. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. um, 
Stephen Williams uh, said he would only play the bounty hunter Creighton Duke if he could dress as a cowboy. So that was his idea. Weird. Um, something very weird about Stephen Williams here, um, which I have to tell you about because I now know it and I have to share it with the world. Oh, no. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, Stephen Williams had a habit of flashing the females on the set. Gross. So, yeah, what a bad man. Not cool. That's disgusting. Um, That's but again, sexual assault. I, I stress allegedly. I saw this online, so it, you know it could be false, but I had to bring it up because, yeah. <laughs> men. Um, you men. <laughs> that's just not cool. No, that's foul. Um, Michael B. Silver and Michelle Clooney, who played Luke and Deborah, they're the couple that have sex in the tent. Um, they'd been a couple in real life, but broke up shortly before being cast. So this made for some initial awkwardness when we had to spend hours stark naked stimulating sex. (laughs) Which was (laughs) god-awful. So when Creighton Duke is being interviewed and demands 500 grand for the capture of Jason, he says, for that, you get the mask, the machete, the whole damn thing. And that is a reference to Jaws, 1975 where Quint demands $10,000 to kill a shark. Mm. And he says, for that, you get the head, the tail, the whole damn thing. (laughs) That's a cute nod. Love Jaws. We need to do that at some point. Yeah, I need to rewatch it. I think I've I've only ever seen the first one. I've never seen any of the other ones. Mm, That's all you need to see. The rest yeah, <laughs> I figured, but it's just so scary. I get scared of the ocean as it is. Yeah. (laughs) fantastic i watched it with abby for the first time the other day like she'd never seen it and she loved it she was like blown away by how good it was she was like oh my god like films don't really scare me anymore but that actually scared me like it was really good i Uh, went on the jaws uh ride at universal studios and i was like 14 and it was scary so did i (laughs) i'm so it's so scary i was so glad that i got to go on it because they took it took it away didn't they 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 got rid of it Mm, um, I don't know. This was like, the, oh my god! I just realized it was twenty years ago. Well, I'm gonna well, go jump off the cliff now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that Jaws ride. Fuck! It was I can still so remember. Good. I went on the Jaws ride and the Jurassic Park ride, and they both scared the crap out of me. Nice. I've got like a, a home video, like camcorder recording of like on the Jaws ride. It's just so good. <laughs> nice. Um. I don't think we're ever going to talk about this movie. I think I think we're dancing <laughs> think we're, around. <laughs> we're trying to avoid talking about this film. We're talking about anything else. Um, so there were plans to release a high-tech video game based on this movie. The game was actually created but was never released. <laughs> I don't understand how they would even come... Um, yeah, it's terrible. Isn't that, like crazy sad though that all them people went and made this this game you know they put like so much time and effort into making this you know high-tech video game as they called it and uh it just never saw the light of day because obviously it bombed you know they actually released a friday 13th video game um i, th- I think we we talked about it with peter actually because obviously he had the uh savini jason from the video game in the after credits of his movie nice um, 
but I've I've got it and I played it a little bit. It's it's really hard though. But I'm not very good at video games. But um, oh, I'm terrible at them. It's uh, it's good because you can choose. You can either be Jason hunting down <gasps> the counselors around the camp, or you can be the counselors hiding from Jason. Uh, first so. of all, you would always be Jason. Yeah. Why would they even give you an <laughs> option to be the counselors? Like honestly, it's so scary when you're the counselors because like I I'm, I'm not very good at games anyway, and like I get anxiety. So like I do. do. <laughs> <laughs> when you're like in a cabin hiding from Jason, and then the music gets all like it's so intense. <laughs> um i like like tekken and and games like that like i can be pretty yeah. good at those or I call like, of duty but i like the lego games you know like lego star wars and stuff like that like oh, i've never seen those oh they're great they do I'm like just not a video game person I- i'm not really either but um... i like the sims and sims Oh yeah, I can spend hours on The Sims. That's why I don't play because if I do, there goes my whole day. Oh <laughs> um, yeah, so fun. The original title of this movie was Friday the Thirteenth Part Nine: The Dark Heart of Jason Voorhees. That's a lot. <sighs> yeah, which is pretty terrible, but so is Jason goes to hell the final Friday, I guess. Um, so get this. The, originally, the movie was almost two and a half hours long. I would have murdered everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> therefore, it, Jason. <laughs> it had to be heavily re-edited to be faster paced and was cut to under an hour and a half. So That makes a lot of sense for things. God bless that person who cut over an hour off that movie, because my God, I don't I... know how paused it at almost an hour i was like how much more of this do i have to go through and it was only like 34 minutes or whatever and i was like thank god (laughs) (laughs) that's what i was like when i was watching the um that new fucking Zack snyder justice league movie that just went on forever no i loved it i loved how i didn't care how long it was i loved that like the batman so boring <laughs> the batman was good i liked it a lot i just see i like that that vibe that noir vibe i don't know yeah. how emo he was and he was very emo okay let's talk about initial thoughts <laughs> hold on hold your horses oh, you still, still got more? lots of okay. trivia to go um so according to actress uh rusty schwimmer uh, most of the dialogue between her character Joey B and Shelby uh, was improvised on set. She said they just roll the cameras and let us go. Uh, so that she was the um, the woman at the diner and a, mm-hmm. a little little husband man. I um, loved them. So that was all improvised. Um, That's adorable. And their son. Uh, that was the only ever acting gig that he had. Huh. <laughs> the guy with the ponytail. Yeah. Um, so I've got to talk about this too. Now, I, again, I'll say it allegedly, but oh. it's it's another Friday movie where the director was an asshole towards women. So Adam Marcus, he uh, was an asshole towards Carrie Keegan, who played Jessica. So she didn't want to do the shower scene nude, um, and he was forcing her to do it. Uh, eventually, she agreed to do it, but with like a flesh-colored bathing suit. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently that the water was so hot that she was literally crying from pain. And in that scene where she's actually crying in the shower, that's real. Like, 
Um, That's terrible. Pretty disturbing. And apparently the tension between them got so bad that she actually walked out. And producer Sean Cunningham had to remove Adam Marcus from the movie and direct the remainder of the movie himself. And it was the only way he could get the movie done with Carrie Keegan. That's god-awful. Yeah, it is. Shocking behaviour. Uh, I just don't understand why these directors get off on treating women like this in these films. It's not not cool at all. Um, and after her negative experience working on this film actually caused her to quit acting for good. So, Jeez. that's fucked up. It is, man. Like... <sighs> I don't want to get into it. Men. Men. <laughs> we'll <just say> men. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so due to the presence of the Necronomicon and the dagger from Evil Dead, did you pick up on that? Yes. Uh, Jason is often incorrectly assumed by fans to be a deadite. Uh, apparently this was simple fan service and an Easter egg done by director Adam Marcus. Um, he intended to have a backstory for Pamela Voorhees where she used the Necronomicon to resurrect her dead son, explaining why he's so hard to kill. But, of course, Warner Brothers don't own the rights to Evil Dead. Um, Universal Studios did at the time. So this couldn't be done legally. So it had to be done in secret and just include the props as, like, an Easter egg. Interesting. Um, The character in the film named Robert Campbell is an intentional tribute to Robert England, who played Freddy Krueger, and Bruce Campbell, who played Ash from The Evil Dead. Um, Adam Marcus has revealed that he originally intended for the film's male protagonist, Stephen Freeman, to be Tommy Jarvis, but could not include him because New Line Cinema didn't own the rights to Tommy's character. Of course. Jeez. So um, he was forced That's to write so a new much. character for the film. <laughs> it's so messy, isn't it? All this legal shit. Golly. Um, like at some point they should have been like, well, maybe we shouldn't make this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, like you know, the whole Sony Spider-Man Marvel deal—that's that, mm-hmm. going on. It's just like <laughs> they couldn't even have the shitty character in a shitty horror film. <laughs> like, um. So the scene with the campers having sex in the tent was later added. Uh, by producers after they complained that the movie didn't have enough sex and nudity. In my opinion, one of the best scenes. So that was good. Um, good addition. No, that yeah, that was not not because of the sex and nudity. No, no, no. I know. No. Gen- generally, a, a very good scene. Yeah, um, that's that's what I mean too. So last two bits of trivia. So of course we have another Friday movie poster fail. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the poster. It's, it's I don't. Yeah, I did. Yeah. With all the fire and the like, the metal mask and the snake demon thing. Um, so the theatrical poster it features a shiny chrome mask, which of course is never ever seen in the film. Uh, he just wears his traditional hockey mask uh, with flesh growing over it in this one for some reason. Uh, and the demonic parasite on the. The poster also looks nothing like the parasite in the actual film. Oh, Lord, I don't even want to. Mm, this is just going to be. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> Michelle Clooney was voted number eight on the list of the top 12 boobs of Friday the 13th. Um, of course, she's the one who has sex in the tent. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, great, great pair of tits. Well done. Good for her. 
What is the one in the beginning rate? Oh, the the girl that was outside the tent. No, the well, yeah, her, but the, oh, the the very very first scene. Yeah, I don't I don't think she placed, but hers. Were oh, good. yeah, I guess she wasn't like. Well, no, she was. I don't she know. Was, she, she was a pair of tits in a Friday movie, <laughs> but no, she didn't. She didn't place. But um, yeah, that 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 girl at number eight had had some good tits. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> initial thoughts, Ashley. Right. First of all, I want to ask you a question. So, okay. what were your expectations going into this film? What What did you expect from it? And I what will, did you uh, get? I will quote the great uh, Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> I, w- I had very low expectations, but it was still let down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think that's like a direct quote. Because I always mess up quotes, but that's my general concern. <laughs> <laughs> what what did you what did you expect from this though? I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> I expected it to be a normal Jason, Jason movie. You expected Jason to be in the Friday film, right? That's what exactly. you expected. <laughs> um. So obviously, you didn't like it. Uh, no. <laughs> It's not the worst one I've seen, but it's one of the most confusing, I'd say. Okay. What about you? Yeah, well, you know my thoughts. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't not tell you how, how bad this film was. <laughs> I thought it was cruel to, for, for you to go in blind here. So, um, yeah, for me, I mean, honestly, I've put off doing this one for so long because it's such a hard watch. Like, I literally just finished watching this movie before we started recording and i never wait so last minute to do it <laughs> <laughs> you know because i like prepping and stuff like that but that's how much i put off watching this movie it's, like it is texan hot garbage <laughs> like it's a bad movie but not only is it a bad movie but it's not good if that makes any yeah, sense yeah yeah like, i like to have fun with bad movies like jason takes manhattan a new beginning yeah they're bad films, but I have fun with them. What but, was the one that I hated the most? Was it Five? Yeah, A New Beginning, yeah. That one was, like, enjoyable compared to this one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, there's just no fun in this one. It's just plain bad. Like, the story's not good. Like, it absolutely bastardizes everything that comes before it. Like, it almost mocks it all. And, like, well, like not, said, not in, like, a it... loving way. If it was just a separate movie, it would still be terrible, but it wouldn't be like, um, you know, a fan like or a cult following, I guess, type thing. You know, like every, there's a lot of people out there that like the Friday the 13th movies, and I'm sure that they were all disappointed in this one. It's, it's, it's like, funny, though, because Peter mentioned when we spoke to him that there is a lot of people out there that really like this one. And it has become a bit of a cult favorite. like. But is it honestly just it's that bad? Maybe. I don't know. Like it has some some redeem well, I wouldn't even say redeeming. It has some elements that are good, but I mean on a I whole. Really enjoyed the kills. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The kills were great. The scene where the doctor or whatever or no, the coroner eats the heart almost made me like literally throw up. <laughs> like I started <laughs> gagging and I had to like 
leave the room I forgot, for a I forgot to warn you. Oh, my God. You didn't have anything to eat when you were watching this, right? Because yes. you always sit down and you did. Yes. <laughs> I I've did. told we you to stop doing this. What were, we, what were we even eating? Oh, we were eating pork chops. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's disgusting. This movie is so gross. Yeah, like it it's just so disgusting. <laughs> but like I understand like that it tried to be something like bold and different, but it just fails spectacularly. Like it's an absolute mess. Like it it's so boring as well in the middle. Like it just sags. Like it might have been good if it wasn't for that middle part, I think. Like there's fun bits on either side of it at the start and at the end. Like, there's a certain level of enjoyment that you can have with those parts. Mm -hmm. But it's just such a dull slog through the middle with some, like, really bad ideas. Like, Yeah, I mean, like, the ending sequence, whenever you actually get to see Jason, mm -hmm. um, was decent. I mean, it was cool. Like, this chick's fighting him and stuff like that. All right, I can handle that. Yeah. What was, I mean, what was her boyfriend or her baby daddy's name or whatever? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember any of the names of the characters in there. Steven, I think. Yeah. Okay, like, yeah, like, his character development, like, he, like, just instantly turned into this guy that wanted to go protect his family. Like, yeah. it did. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, where did you just muster all of that from? There were some very, very odd character beats in this film. Like, the the biggest one for me was the chick in it with the baby. I'm just checking her name now because I can't remember any of the characters' oh, names in this. I don't remember either. Uh, b -b 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 Jessica. Okay, yeah. So basically Jason's niece. I, Is that correct? Yeah. Jason's I didn't niece. understand that either. So I was like, what? Jason's, Jason's sister, her mum, got killed, right? Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. she didn't seem bothered at all. You know, when she, like, walks in and there's, like, blood on the carpet and mm -hmm. her friend's, like, cleaning it and shit. Like, she walks I mean, she in with the baby. she cried a little bit, but that's about it. She, like, walks in with the baby with, like, a big smile on her face and stuff. And uh, we didn't see a scene where she found out about it or, like, what was going on. Like, right, I know. It, it takes you so long to actually figure out who all these characters are and who is related to who, what's going on. Like, it's a very badly made film <laughs> do you know what i mean like there's just there's something missing in many areas yeah, i don't know what it is though like maybe throwing <laughs> it in the toilet the script, a, or a plot <laughs> going to mordor and tossing it in there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah she there was just some very very odd decisions for a lot of characters in this and a lot of you know, just it just didn't work for any. You just, and any you don't characters. get connection to any of them. You don't no. have. There's no. There's no chemistry. No, absolutely not. Like <laughs> the only chem, like the only actual chemistry that I saw in this whole movie was the girl. Um, when he picks up the hitchhikers, and the girl's like, "Oh, you want to stay? We're gonna go skinny dipping." And she reaches over and kisses him. That was like the. The most that we got out of like any yeah. character, really. And I was like, why is he turning this down? This is like a a sure thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he, 
And I was like, oh, he must have a girlfriend. Oh, no, he doesn't. He's, like, separated. So what's what's the problem? She's got a yeah. new fella. And, like, I was like, dude, you're missing out on the best night of your life here. <laughs> or not. I mean, I guess he did the right thing. He would have been killed otherwise. But um, let's, so let's talk about that whole the relation thing, the Jason family bullshit. So the mum of of what's her face, the blonde shit with the baby, she is Jason's sister, right? That we mm-hmm. didn't, didn't know existed until this point. She's because if a... you... Well, I mean, sometimes this happens, but, like, Mrs. Voorhees didn't even, like, care that she had another child, or, <laughs> like, I mean, I know sometimes, unfortunately, that happens with parents when one of their children dies, but, you know, even so, like, no mention... None. No. no mention. And I mean, maybe I was thinking I was getting a lot of Halloween vibes from this. I was thinking the whole, you know, Michael Myers' sister thing, that was kind of similar. The family legacy, like he's hunting down her because that's his sister and he's going after family. And then, of course, they had the the very first time you see the Voorhees house which is very similar to the Myers house. Mm -hmm. You know, they tried to make that a thing, didn't they? The the whole creepy house thing. They kept going back to this house. Yeah. I I think that was a huge influence, the whole Halloween thing. Um, I also wanted to mention the fact that the, the, the woman, the, the waitress woman, like her fella was so much older than her. Like, you know, the police guy. Oh yeah. 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 The, the, (laughs) yeah. I know. (laughs) He was like 40 years older than her or something. I was like, what is going on here? I mean, I don't want to, you know, age shame relationships. Of course, I'm I'm one to talk, but it kind of <laughs> took me aback. I was like, what the fuck? Hang on. Yeah, like, it did your... too, because I was like, well, she looks really young. And then it cuts to the scene where she has a grown-up daughter with a baby. <laughs> and I was like, no, wait a second. She looks, and then it, he it... comes up and... I'm like, I don't understand what what's it, going on. It, it makes it even more confusing because you can't work out who's related to who and who's who because, of, you know, it's just the casting was so off. I know. And because, and like, Duke comes in and he's like, Jason's going to come for you. And I'm like, why? <laughs> Some <laughs> random, random waitress? <laughs> However, weird. that diner, though... <laughs> I would go to that diner because it's all Jason themed. Oh, of course, yeah. What what does he call it? The the Jason burgers and the uh, the Voorhees fries. Yep. Or is it the other way around? No, I think that's. I I would totally, I totally do that if he did it vegan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I liked I liked that lady. I liked her style a lot. I mean, she was a little abrasive, but I felt like. I loved her makeup and her hair and her shirts that she would wear. And I loved her husband. Yeah, she was probably one of the best characters in it. Oh, yeah. But she's like, she holds the gun to them and she's like, you can't take their baby or whatever she says. Yeah, she she goes, no one's going to touch that fucking ray of sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I I love that that was improvised. I mean, I hope it was. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's touch on favorite character while we're on it. Um, I mean, none for me, I guess. What <laughs> who's would yours be? I mean, I guess I would like. It's hard. Like, 
it would have to be her, you know? Mm. She has, like, a really small part. No, she's not a big deal, but she, like... She brought something to it. Yeah, she was the only one that really brought anything to it. I mean, the guy that played her son was a dud. Yeah. Her husband was cool. I like that actor. Um, For me, I mean, if I had to pick someone, I guess it would be Jason, even though we get to see it for a grand total of seven minutes. Um, But those old man grunts, man, like, did you notice that he was making noises every time he moved like like an old man like Ugh, uh. yeah like he's he's never done that before like jason's like pretty silent he's never made noises like that before oh and it totally had like a um hellraiser scene and it was just really yes. gross yes i absolutely hated it and you know i hate like body oh, horror God, yeah so that was rough difficult. i had to i had to close my eyes like <laughs> that was difficult for me to watch it like, was i was like what is the point of this yeah it was pointless too yeah like it's just come out of nowhere like this no one else like melted after they'd been possessed like <laughs> it's like it just... I, I know we're jumping around but it's like <laughs> you can jump around with this movie because it didn't make any sense. No, none whatsoever. (laughs) And whenever I saw the, I saw the Necrocomicon, I was like, what? (laughs) Did you just call it a Necrocomicon? I can't, I I can't pronounce it. (laughs) That is a coin that you should, uh, sorry, that is a term that you should coin. That should be the name of the Evil Dead Comicon when it happens. That would be awesome. Yeah, I know. That's what I always call it because I can never pronounce it right. (laughs) Necronomicon. Necronomicon. But when I saw it, I was like, this is weird. What is this? (laughs) Like, (sighs) it's such a weird film, isn't it? I mean, I want to go back to Jason. Um, So, what did you think about his design? Like, the the look. Terrible. It was awful. I mean, the thing that always gets me with this one is like obviously the the flesh growing around the mask and the yeah. I was like, head. what is that? Um, but hold on, we read. A... I have a little bit of notes. At one point, I got up and I lost my pen, and I was just like, I'm not even <laughs> giving up. <laughs> Ashley's gone to like, hell. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Where did I? Sorry, I'm literally like don't know where my notes are in my notepad. I'm like, did they disappear? I think something's happened to them on purpose. <laughs> Someone said, "Look, Ashley, you don't need to talk about this. You need to." Kevin er- just goes in and he erase it, erase it from your memory, erase it from your life. I'm going to definitely try. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we've touched on it. Um, so Jason possessing the bodies of other characters to do his evil bidding uh what did you think about that when it started happening what did you think i i I didn't understand it (laughs) (laughs) i was like what did this just turn into yeah and then when it ends up being that little that creature just gives me the heebie heebie jeebies was that meant to be like a demon Jason, or was that just meant to be an evil demon that is possessing Jason? Like, was... I don't, 
I don't it know. Was, it was getting like thing vibes, alien vibes. Yes, you know, like, that's exactly what I felt too. And I was like, it was like what this is director, going on? <laughs> this director and these writers, whatever, like they were fans of Evil Dead, Alien, The Thing, anything but Friday the 13th. And but they just took then, all these influences and tried to make something else. Then use those influences for something else. Yes. <laughs> you know? Do, do an Evil Dead alien movie. Like, that would be cool, you know? This is why they did the, the body horror bit with the guy melting. Like, that's a scene out of Hellraiser, like you said. Like, I mean, it, it, it's a nod to classics, yes, but not to the classic that is known as Friday the 13th. <laughs> exactly. See, this is why I wanted to do this journey with you, Ashley. We're on the same page now. You get it. Like, that's not Friday. Like, I'm angry. In order to, you know, be a Friday film, it had some components there. But no one has ever melted in a Friday film before, inexplicably. Or eaten a heart. Or had a demon little little thing come out of your neck and then go between a, a corpse's legs. That like, was foul. What did you think at that point where <laughs> that happened? Uh, <laughs> it was just gross for being for the sake of being gross. Like there was I mean, like, okay, Jason's kills are cool, but like all that stuff, you know, the melting and the whatever's ha- happening to them in like supernatural sense. It's, like, it, yeah, it's not slasher. No, and it's blend. It's trying to blend the genres, the subgenres of horror together, and failing spectacularly. It was god awful. Yeah, (laughs) and the fact then that like somehow, like a fully clothed Jason with his hockey mask on just appears from from that happening. Like yeah, (laughs) oh. I have a complaint about the beginning with that chick running in her towel and like okay. parkouring all over the way. <laughs> it was like, how, first of all, why did she have to get naked if it was like a setup? It had to, it had to be authentic. Jason had to believe it was real. <laughs> I was like, that, because when I was watching it, I was like, okay, whatever, you know, that happens. And then whenever she like took off running and she started like parkouring everywhere, I was like, what? How is that? How is that towel staying on? Like, <laughs> I can't even get it to stay on whenever I'm like trying to do my hair or whatever. No. This but um, movie I mean, is garbage. I guess while we're on that scene, though, like that is my favorite scene. The the very start scene is the best. Like, it's it's, it's the best. It's the highlight in the film. Like for me, like. You know, it's, yeah. it's it's actually very well directed and like a fun sequence. Like, yeah, no, that was that was a great, it a great scene. Um, strong, like you you get like the mirror play in the bathroom where she's like bending down, putting the toothpaste. Mm-hmm, you're waiting for that jump scare. It's got all the classic tropes, like it's got the music, you know, the lighting, the cinematography. Like that's enough for me. Like it's perfect. Like you know, you get a cool chase with a hot chick. You get scary Jason, and then. Boom, he's blown up. Like, which is cool, which was per- awesome. Perfect. Like, leave it there. Like, I, that's good for me. Like, J- 
Jason goes to hell, end of the movie, end of the franchise. I'd be happy with that, you know, like, okay. They should have put his heart in, like, acid or something. <laughs> Probably he'll still come back. But, yeah, I liked, I liked the opening scene. And it just, it falls apart after that, you know, because they go for the shock and awe, don't they? You know, and they're like, oh, everyone's going to think, what's going to happen now? You know, it's the start of the movie. They've killed Jason. It wasn't Jason. even what shock and awe. Now? It was like... Well, at that point, what did you think was going to happen? Like, how how do you think? I, was, I had no uh, idea. No. <laughs> I guess Field, that was Field the intention. Mouse had, a, had asked me to live chat or text him yeah. while I was watching it. And like every few minutes, I'd be like, I am so confused. What <laughs> the hell is happening? And he just like laughs. And I'm like, this is <laughs> awful. And then that I should... told him that we were doing the pod tonight. And he said, thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> That should be a Patreon perk where, like, you get to live chat us when we're watching one of the films. <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be cool. But everyone, there... know, everyone knows where to DM us anyway. So <laughs> Yeah, that would be great. I mean, we couldn't, unfortunately, couldn't do it in theaters, which would be awesome if we could do new movies. But, um, but yeah, so after the first, like, the opening, then it just... It goes like full fantasy for no reason. Like, you know, it's a whole mystical dagger. It's got to be wielded by a blood relative. Like, it's given to them by a mysterious bounty hunter. Like, it's just completely batshit and it just never works. Like, it's just, <laughs> it's ridiculous and, and not in a good way. And like, there's obviously a couple of issues that, I me- you know, I mentioned earlier, like, the fact that we don't know how he's ended up back there from New York City, like, and then at the end, like, when he's he's back, he's he's fully clothed after all that business with the demon thing, like, and, like, all the, the mythical circumstances surrounding his life, like, we don't really get an insight into that, like, it's just a, a bizarre mashup of so many different things that just yeah. never works. And then, like, the um, TV guy being there. Yeah. And just... Oh, God. It's just, like, you understand why at the at the end of the last episode I said that Friday the 13th franchise ends there for me because this yeah. film is not canon. It can't be because it... To, to me, this seems like a soft reboot, like an attempt at a soft reboot because... yeah. I don't know, but it's called the final chapter. I don't know. This and shit's then ridiculous. What <laughs> is up with Freddy's hand? Right. At so, the end? I understand that there's Freddy versus Jason. I get the, that. But there there's is, a movie in between them, right? Yeah. So they wanted to do a Freddy versus Jason after this. But because it tanked, and I don't know if. Did New Line Cinema own Freddy at that point? I'm not sure. There was some stuff that. It basically didn't happen until when was Freddy versus Jason? Let's see. A long time after that. Uh, 2003. So much, much later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, it's Jason X after this one. Um, so they couldn't quite get the stars to align for Freddy versus Jason. But that was that was the intention after this one was to put those two horror icons together in a film 
what about highlights then did you have any highlights with this um the the kills were his kills were cool like um the tent kill i thought that was cool yes that was my favorite kill for sure like um the tent kill was so brutal so that was brutal like the fact that she's like having an orgasm when it happens and then she just gets a pole just rammed through her just like just slices her in half like it looks so great that that's about it yeah yeah (laughs) i mean the music for me i mean harry manfredini's back on the score for this one so yeah no the the score was good but i mean unfortunately it wasn't redeeming like it won't redeem it just a highlight i mean Mm -hmm. kane harder obviously a highlight as well when Mm -hmm. he's on screen he's good um what else uh Oh, did you notice um, Kane Harder had an actual appearance in this movie mm-hmm. as Kevin another character? Me. Yeah, he was like, um, do you know who that is? And I was like, um, no. <laughs> the guy that was, frisked, and then he frisked he the coroner. Me, yeah, he told me who it was, and I was like, oh, okay. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I've only seen that guy, like, older, so I didn't really yeah. recognize him. Yeah, um, and I love the line that he has when, like, Jason, well, slash, possessing the coroner Jason, um, he comes out, and he's like, oh, um, What's the prognosis? Like, is he going to be up and walking anytime soon? And then he goes, it was nothing but a big old pussy anyway. Yeah, that was so funny that he was, like, insulting him. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Um, And like I said, favorite scene, opening scene, that was well directed. Um, But yeah, I'm struggling. That was about it. I quite like like Ward's kill, you know, when he gets his arm snapped. That was pretty brutal. Yeah, that that was pretty brutal. Mm. but yeah final thoughts I mean this is not a good movie like it's not worth your time like even for Friday fans like it doesn't feel like a Friday film at any point even when Jason's on screen <laughs> like I mean I do not yeah. watch this one ever this is like the third time I've ever seen it like I can guarantee got... you I will never watch it again <laughs> I've got no intention of watching it again like I always skip this one if I'm doing like a Friday marathon and yeah, I wouldn't even recommend it to hardcore Friday fans. Like, it's the lowest point of the franchise, I think. It's the lowest point of my life, too. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm so happy that I could give you that experience, actually. Uh, oh. So, this one, it goes right to the bottom of my ranking. Yep, same. So, it, it goes six, one, two, three, five, eight seven four and then hell hell right at the bottom there's just so many i'm trying to keep up um which one was was jason takes manhattan eight mm-hmm. okay yeah so it'd probably be one eight six three. Oh wow you put jason takes manhattan oh yeah that one was wow. great i hell love yeah. oh, shoot sorry i love that i love that it's that high on your list that's awesome um I actually like five better than this one. Oh, thank God! I was I was really hoping that you would, because <laughs> if you put like, five below this one, man, come on. <laughs> I I feel like I don't even want to put this one on my list. <laughs> it, doesn't it doesn't deserve, deserve. it. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm I'm literally offended. I said as soon as it was over. <laughs> I was like, well, I wish I could have that hour and a half back. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what like people how, think how when they finish How dare you make me watch podcast. this with my own eyes? <laughs> yeah, I am terribly sorry. 
<laughs> but hey, it's made for an entertaining conversation. That's the whole point. <laughs> the fact that we like danced around it for a good half hour. Sorry, sorry guys. <laughs> yeah, have you have you got any of the final thoughts? I think we've nope. talked about it enough. I'm done. I'm locking it in the vault. And uh, it's never gonna come out. <laughs> like Jason at the end of the movie when he gets dragged down. That's what's mm-hmm. happening right now. Um shout outs. Let's do shout outs, shall we? Um mm-hmm. shout out to Field Mouse, John, Ryan, Nicole, Peter, and our new Patreon supporter, Vincent DeSanti. He Ooh, is welcome. the writer and director of the Friday thirteenth fan films, Never Hike Alone and Never Hike in the Snow. Definitely uh, check those out because they're awesome. Mm-hmm. We recently reviewed them on our Patreon, so go and check that out at patreon.com slash horror homeschool. Um, we've actually got five Friday the 13th fan film reviews up there now, so go check them out. Um, we've also they got were all first... 100% better than this movie. <laughs> yes. All of them <laughs> <Definitely>. combined. <laughs> um, we've also got our first ever episode of our Paranormal Spin-Off podcast scary stories to tell on the pod uh, with another one on the way very soon so if you want to hear all of our bonus content then head over to patreon.com slash horror homeschool and throw us a dollar or two to support the show and you'll get instant access to all of our extra episodes uh, we've also got some upcoming reviews of tv series on there too mm-hmm. uh, a couple of netflix shows midnight mass and we will be reviewing stranger things season four and it's entire. Yeah. I'm going to rewatch it before then. Volumes one and two we will be doing. Um, that will be going up exclusively on the Patreon on Saturday, July the 2nd, the day after volume two is released. Uh, we've both agreed that on that Saturday, we're going to be binging volume two and recording the episode and releasing it on the same day so that our patrons have some super fast review to listen to. <laughs> I'm super excited. Honestly, it comes out the first, right? Mm-hmm. And so it comes out I'm, on Friday. Yeah, um, I might be able to, because the first episode is like an hour long. Yeah, I I think it's an hour and a half, and then there's only two episodes, isn't there? I think yeah. there's one's an hour and a half, and one that's two and a half hours, maybe. So uh, I may be able to watch the first one on that Friday. Oh, I'm Saturday. so excited! It's going to be great. I'll get up <laughs> early on that Saturday for you, so we don't have to pod so late. It's fine. It's cool. It's all good. Um. Do you have any special shout outs or mentions? No. I'm in a really funk right now. <laughs> I gotta go watch something good. <laughs> go to I'm horror depressed. Home. This movie made me really depressed. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, next time we will be talking about Jason X. Um, the I next... have no hope. The... <laughs> the next one in the franchise. Um... So we, we get Kane Hodder back as Jason. It's his final movie as Jason. Go to horrorhomeschool.com for links to everything, including all of our socials, merch, and where you can listen to the show. And there you'll find a link to our Patreon. Um, our new merch store is launched as well on TeePublic. Go over there and buy some merch on TeePublic. And our Etsy, Ashley's got a new um, tie-dye, bleach-dye shirt with our new logo design on, so... Go and yep, check that and I out. Just uploaded a new TikTok of how I did it. Yeah, go watch behind the scenes how it all happens. And don't make fun of my shirt because I love that shirt. 
with the wolves. Yes. <laughs> Send in your comments and questions and feel free to DM us on Instagram or Facebook, or you can email us contacthorrorhomeschool at gmail.com. Personal social media stuff, you can follow me on Instagram at Chris J. Wakefield. And me at underscore Baberham Lincoln underscore. We will be back soon with another episode. And remember, in a Voorhees he was born. Through a Voorhees he may be reborn. And only by the hands of a Voorhees will he die. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs>